helping disciple makers ignite a movement locally and globally. This is the Disciple First Podcast. Now, here's your host, Craig Etheridge. Welcome back to Disciple First Podcast. My name is Craig Etheridge, and this is a podcast by disciple makers and for disciple makers. And we've been talking already about the important things that God has been doing in Lusaka, Zambia, as he's raising up disciple-making pastors in six different countries in that part of the world. Uh, Last time, you got to hear the first part of the message by Ken Adams. Ken Adams is a pastor of Crossroads Church in Noonan, Georgia, and the founder of Impact Ministries that trains pastors to lead disciple-making movements in the local church. I wanted you to hear the rest of Ken's message on how loving people leads us to make disciples. Now here's Ken. That brings me to the last principle that I want you to see here in this passage. The last principle is this. Is it learning, learning to treat others the way Jesus did is part of becoming a disciple. Now, this is very important because here's what this means. What, what this means is this, is that if, if the world is looking at us and the symbol, the sign, the mark that we are a disciple is the way we love each other, and Jesus came to give us an example, a pattern, a model for how to do that, then here's what, that, then, then we have to be taught because you're not going to do it naturally. You're not naturally going to love each other. You're naturally going to do what? Attack one another. Until you've been what? Trained. Until you've been taught. Until until you've been transformed. That's what he did with the disciples. That's what he did with the original 12. In fact, let, let let me say it like this. If you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you always got. I can't say that very fast, but you got it, right? I'll say it again. If you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you always got, right? So here's what we, so we got to do something different. So how do you do something different? Somebody's got to teach you. Somebody's got to show you. Here's the way we would say, somebody's got to disciple you. <laughs> somebody's got to teach you. If you keep doing what you've always done, you'll always get what you always got. But if somebody comes into your life, if somebody will take you alongside of them, if somebody will take you under their wing, if somebody will meet with you once a week, if somebody will, will give you a model of what it means to love like Jesus, more will be caught than will be taught. But it won't happen automatically. This is why he said go make disciples. I mean, he's got a plan here. You see, we will never, listen to me. We will never, ever know how we're supposed to treat each other unless somebody teaches us, unless somebody disciples us. The fact is, is that we come into this world teaching people, uh, treating people the wrong way. We don't come into this world treating people the right way. This is why you cannot, listen to me, you cannot separate the great commandment from the great commission. Do you remember Craig, Craig did an excellent job explaining this yesterday, but, but I, I want to I connect some dots here. Listen to what he said. He, he, he used this verse. He said, Jesus said, Matthew chapter 28, verse 19 and 20. That's the great command, a great commission, right? 
Here's what it says. He says this. Go, therefore, make disciples of all nations, right? Baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And then he says, and then teaching them to observe or to obey everything I have what? What? Commanded you. What did he commanded? I'll show you what he commanded. Matthew chapter 22, verse 37 through 39. The great what? Commandment. Here's what Jesus commanded them. You see, a, 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 a great teacher of the law came to Jesus and he said, Hey, hey, master, teacher, rabbi. He said, of all the commandments in the law, which is the most important? You, you understand there's hundreds of commandments in the Old Testament, not just ten. There's hundreds. And so what he said is, is he said, what's the greatest commandment of all? And Jesus said this. He said, the greatest commandment, you can sum it up in two things, uh, really three things. The first thing you do is to love the Lord your God. Proof. Love the Lord your God with all your what? Heart, soul, mind. And then the second one is what? Love your what? Neighbor yourself. You can't separate the great commandment from the great commission. Because what we teach people when we're making disciples, what we teach them is the character of Christ. We teach them the character of Christ. You say, How, what's the character of Christ? You know, if I, if I had a whiteboard right here, if I had a whiteboard and I said, all right, tell me all of the characteristics of Christ, we could fill that up, couldn't we? I mean, we'd say, hey, he's gracious, he's loving, he's, he's, he's accepting, he's all, and we could put all these things. But you know what? We can't keep track of that. So, so here's what happens. So, so the Holy Spirit inspired the Apostle Paul to give us a summary of the character of Christ. And so he wrote it down in Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. Yes, guess what we call it? We call it the fruit of the Spirit. You ever heard of this? The fruit of the Spirit is the character of Christ. When Christ lives in you, guess what it ought to produce? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. Now here's what happened. So Jesus Christ, he used a small group to teach people his character. Why? Because a small group is the very best place to teach people the character of Christ. It's the best place for the fruit of the Spirit to come out. You see, think about this. If, if God wants to teach you to love, guess what he'll do? He'll put somebody in your life that's unlovable. If God wants to teach you to be patient, guess what he'll do? He'll let you get married. <laughs> if my wife was here, she wouldn't appreciate that very much. If God wants to teach you peace, he'll put somebody in your life that creates conflict. You see, here's what we want. We want, we want. we want love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness without any problems. No, no, no. That's not how it works. The, the way he teaches you peace is by putting all kinds of trials on the outside of you. It, it, here's what he does. is that He uses a relational environment called a small group to transform their character into his image. 
And so, so what Jesus did is that Jesus used disciple making. Have you heard that phrase yet? Jesus used disciple making to change a group of men who would turn around and help another group of men. They'd turn around and help another group of men and women and men and women and men and women. And the next thing you know, guess what happens? You change the planet. You change the planet. But you have to be taught. I heard a story one time about a, about a kindergarten teacher, a first grade teacher, I guess. And she had just taught her Sunday school class. And she taught the lesson about how Jesus made his disciples to make more disciples. And, and she felt like she did a great job. And she felt like she was really doing a good job. So, so she says to her little class, she says, can anybody tell me what you learned today about discipling? Well, one of the little girls said, started putting her hand in there. Oh, 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 oh I know, I know, I know, I know. And she said, what do you know about discipling? And she said, oh, oh, in, in, in my house, we disciple everything. She said, my mama told us that we need to disciple plastic, and we need to disciple paper, and we need to disciple glass. Now, here's what she said. She said, my mama says that's how we're going to change the planet. Now, you understand what happened, right? She misunderstood discipling for what? Recycling. So she had a, she was very confused on her terminology, but she was dead on in her theology. Because guess what's going to happen? It's how we're going to change the planet. By making disciples that make disciples. Now I want to show you something real quick. I want to show you something that, it's going to be very powerful. I don't think you're ever going to forget this. I, I want to show you what happens when we commit ourselves, when we commit ourselves to, to really teaching people. When, when you take somebody and you, and you teach them how to love like Jesus loved and how to do what Jesus, when you teach them the conduct and the character of Christ. And you keep doing that over and over again. It's amazing because what will happen is, is it will change a church and it will change a community. And the next thing you know, it will change a country. And the next thing you know, it will change a continent. The next thing you know, you change the world. So I need a couple of volunteers. I need a couple of guys to help me out. I need a couple of guys to help me out. Come on, baby. Come on, man. I got two right here, man. Awesome, awesome. Give me a little five, baby. That a boy. Give me some five. All right. So your name is? Jeffrey, you are looking good, baby. I like that. Jeffrey. And your name is? Joe. Joe? Okay. Jeffrey and Joe. All right. I couldn't have picked it any better. All right. So Jeffrey, I don't know Jeffrey, but he's a good guy, right? Yes. You're a good guy. <laughs> boy, Jeffrey. a boy, baby. So Jeffrey, man, you love the Lord? Very much. You love your family? Yes. You love the church? Yes. You're serving hard? Yes. You're working hard? You a pastor? No, I'm a deacon. You're a deacon. That's even better, man. All right, so you're a deacon. So you're busy, aren't you? Yes. You got a lot going on? Yes. Yeah. All right, good. Now, this is Joe. Joe, yeah, I like a smile, man. You're good. Yeah, I like a smile. You a happy guy? Yes. You love the Lord? Yes. You living for him? Yes. You serving him? Yes. Giving him all you got? Yes. You busy? Yes. 
All right. So both of these guys, they're good guys, right? We don't have a problem with them being good, right? You're trying to reach the world? You're trying to reach the world. You're trying to reach the world? Okay, go find somebody. Bring them in. Bring them into the kingdom. Anytime today, Joe. I mean, Jeffrey. Atta boy. Just get the one closest to you. That's good. That's good. Don't work too hard. You're busy. All right? You can reach, you're trying to reach the world? All right, go find somebody. Bring them in. All right, y'all stand right here. That's good. This is good. All right? So, so here's what's happening. Jeffrey, he's a great guy, right? Yeah, he's a great guy. He loves the Lord, man, but he's busy. He's busy, busy, busy. He's trying. He's trying to teach people. He's trying to, he, he's got love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness. He's got all this going on. You got a phone call? Oh, we got to take a picture. All right. So, Jeff, go find somebody else, man. Go find somebody else. Out of boy, out of boy, pick it up, Jeffrey. That's it, baby. There you go. You know what we call that? We call that missions, mission work, right there, man. You got an American, didn't you? That's, that's good. That's good, man. That's good. I like that. I like that. Good job. Good job. Okay, we got Joe over here. Joe's a good guy, right? And he's busy too, right? But here's what's different: is that he's got time to teach him the character and the conduct of Christ. So now. Both of them are trying to reach the world. So both of y'all go get somebody. Both of you. Go get somebody. Bring them back in. Bring them back in. Hey, a boy. Atta boy. Atta boy, Joe. Atta boy. You got your singer, didn't you, man? That's right. Got him a worship leader right here. That's good. That's good. Now we got Jeffrey over here. Jeffrey's a good guy, right? Loves the Lord, right? But you're busy, right? You're too busy. You, know, you can't disciple anybody, can you? You can, but you're not. So go find somebody else. Go find somebody else. Go find somebody else. You're getting tired, aren't you, Jeffrey? Look at that boy, man. He's going out there. He's going. He's going. He's going out there to the mission field. I like that, Jeffrey. Good job, man. Look at that, man. Bring it in, man. He came all the way back there for you, man. That should make you feel good. That should make you feel good. That's good. Now over here, you know what, Joe? Joe. I mean, Jeffrey's a good guy. He'll tell you that. <laughs> Jeffrey's a good guy, but Joe's a good guy, aren't you, man? Yes, sir. And you bu- yeah, you are, right? And you're busy and you got a lot going on. But here's the difference is that he's got time to teach him, and he taught her and her, and he taught her the character of Christ and the conduct of Christ. So now, all of them, because they learned, they're learning how to be a disciple, they're learning how to... They're learning their character and the conduct, not from Joe, but from Christ. So everybody go get somebody. Everybody go get somebody. Everybody go get somebody. Everybody go get somebody. There you go. There you go. That's it right there. That's it. That's good. All y'all just hang out right over there. You know what? They're going to have to get a new building pretty soon, aren't they? They're going to run out of room. You're doing good, baby. I like it, man. You're looking good, man. It's all good, man. It's Man's working hard, isn't he? It's going good, ain't it, Joe? Oh, Jeff? Not really. <laughs> huh? Oh, uh, you want them to join you as well? Well, sorry, man, because you're too busy. Because you're too busy, man. You know what? You got the, you got the character of Christ, but you're kind of missing the con. So you're not making disciples. You're, so, so this love, joy, peace, patience, kind of as good as Jones, it's not spreading anywhere. 
It's just all right here. It's all right here. But go reach somebody because you care, because you love people, because you love people. Go get you somebody. (laughs) Jeff, we are running out of time, brother. Jeff, Jeff. Jeff, we got to hurry, man. We, we got breakout. We got a break to go to, man. You got to, you got to hurry, man. This guy was in. This is a good guy right here, man. So over here, Joe, man. Joe, Joe, Joe. Look at what happened right here, man. Look at that, man. Look at that. So Joe, he's busy. He's busy too, but but he's not too busy. So here's what he's got. So he's got love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control. So he's got the character of Christ. He's got the conduct of Christ. But he's not keeping it to himself. He's teaching it to other people. So he's been teaching a bunch of people. They've been teaching. So everybody go get somebody. Everybody go get somebody. Everybody go get somebody. Everybody go get somebody. Man. Whew. (laughs) Wow. Man. Now can I tell you something? Listen to this. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. You know what's happening here? You know what's happening right here? Is that they're running out of room. And he's working hard. And you know what happens? Let me tell you what happens. When people, when people are involved in the mission, they don't have time to start arguing with each other. Guess what's happening over here? They ain't got nothing to do. So because they ain't got nothing to do, guess what happens? You sit, you soak, you sour. So over here, Jeff, you're doing good, baby. I love it. You're just too busy, man. But I let you, I let you start, didn't I? I'm going to let you finish. Go get somebody. Now, here's the deal. I'm not even going to let him go again. Because if I let him go again, guess what would happen? Half of the crowd would be standing over here. And if we go two more times, guess what? The whole room's going to be standing over here. Guess what's going to happen over here? You see, here's the deal. Remember the little first grade girl? It's how we're going to change what? The planet. It's how we're going to change the world. You see, this is not our plan. This is whose plan? It's God's plan. The plan will work if we what? Work his plan. You see, here's the deal. Is it Jeffrey, man? He's, got a, he's a great guy. He's got a great heart. He's not a bad guy. He's just too busy to do what Jesus told him to do. Joe's busy too, and he's a good guy. But he's got time. To do what Jesus did. And to love like Jesus loved. And that changes the world, doesn't it? Give all these guys a big hand for helping us out. Can you do that? So here's what Jesus said. Listen to this. By this, by this, all people, all people, the whole world, 
will know you are my disciples. If you have love for one another. Our love for each other is what the world needs to see. We know how to love each other because of the way Christ loved us. And we can love the way he loved by becoming disciples of Jesus Christ. My challenge to you is that you will be and build those kinds of disciples. Amen? Let me pray for you. Father, I just come to you right now and I pray, Lord, that what we have talked about here in this session will not just be words that we hear, but they will become things that we do. Lord, you tell us not to just be hearers only, but to be doers of the word. And so, Father, we want to do what Jesus did. We want to do it the way he did it. So we need your power. We need your spirit to change us, to transform us, to give us what we need to do what you want us to do. And so, Father, I want to pray for every man and every woman in this room, Lord, that they would be more committed, that they would be more committed than they ever have been to learning what it means to be a disciple and to build disciples. And I pray, God, that you would let every, every one of us remember this conference and remember what we've learned here in this place so that we would live differently when we leave here. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. You've been listening to Ken Adams at the Flashpoint Conference in Lusaka, Zambia. If you'd like to know more about how to make disciples and make disciples in the local church, go to disciplefirst.com. Disciplefirst.com is your one-stop shop for disciple-making ministries. Also, go to the Flashpoint Conference. That is flashpointconference.com. At the Flashpoint Conference, you'll get to come in contact with great leaders like Ken Adams and others that are leading disciple-making ministries in the local church. We have a disciple-making conference, Flashpoint, coming up very soon in January in Birmingham, Alabama. So find out more information. Go to disciplefirst.com. That's disciplefirst.com. And until then, go make disciples.